I'm so excited because we have Alexa from Alexa Lee Jewelry on the Vibe. Alexa is entirely my type of chick. She drips in coolness. She's effortlessly always in the best sweats or cashmere styled with her husband's college sweatshirts and Sherpa Burks and mad, mad, mad gold jewelry. That's my style icon. I'm so excited to get into how and when Alexa Lee got started in this crazy fashion world, whether it's her infamous balls or smile necklace seen on something navy. You've definitely gotten, gotten a glimpse of Alexa's vibes. But let's get a little bit deeper, Alexa. I would love if you could introduce yourself. I'm Alexa, the founder and designer of Alexa Lee Jewelry, and also known these days as Sai or Dean's mom. <laughs> I have a five-year-old, two-and-a-half-year-old. Um, I born in California, raised in Aspen, Colorado, and went to the new house school at Syracuse University and ended up in New York for a while and now Miami. Love it. So I just have a quick little story about um, Alexa and I. When I finally reached a certain, my goal of listeners, I wanted to gift myself something, which will come back to why she started jewelry, but I wanted to gift myself something and I wanted to get myself, she makes these really cool, different like designs of flowers, lightning bolts, specifically for me, it was the lightning bolt. And I was so excited to get this. And I actually, you know, I ordered it, whatever, but I reached out to her because I saw an anklet that she had. It was like the Technicolor anklet and it was sold out. And I just had said to her, like, I really love this anklet. Any chance you're gonna make it again? And you were like, maybe someday, I don't know. Very like vague about her answer and I was like, fine whatever I'll, ne I'll probably never get it but that's fine and lo and behold I get my package and I get my earring and I'm so happy and excited about it and then underneath there's another bag and it has the anklet in it and with like a little note just being like congrats on xyz I knew you wanted this anklet so she just made me an extra one I feel like that's a really big testament to the type of human being you are that I just literally I'm nobody to you I'm literally just another Alexa to Alexa and the fact that you not only just like listened but like you cared to know that I was truly going to probably wear that as it's literally still on my ankle a year later um you you it, it was like a vibe it was truly like you knew that maybe and maybe I'm wrong maybe you did maybe you were just like I'll just make her one for shits and giggles but I think you really I feel like you really made it for me and I wear it with so much pride and courage as much as I wear my earring as well and you know I I it holds so much meaning to me because it also comes from a place of I work so hard to get this 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 earring let's say but in that you gifted me something so much grander which is something I was so excited about and it's usually the littlest things that we're so excited for and it just made me feel that this had to have been an emotional um drive for you and in that with that being said I want to know something in your personal life that made you turn to jewelry because you are very like giving with your jewelry and it's very very sweet and I know it has to come from somewhere else yeah I just always loved the sentimental value of jewelry I used to go through my mother's jewelry box like on a snowy day even though we had gone through it a million times I just loved hearing the stories about if she got it from her mother or from my father and it marked like a specific time in her life um 
I have pieces that I've kept that like a ring that I got from my parents for graduation that I'll never get rid of because it just it marks a time in my life that I like to remember and reflect on um and that's I just that is a reason I kind of wanted to get into fine jewelry specifically because it was something that lasted forever and I was always hesitant to go into a more affordable price point because I didn't want to make pieces that people were just going to wear once and then toss in the trash totally um but luckily you know I found a different material that you know you can wear in the water and you can sweat in and you can swim in and shower in and never take off and um so hopefully people are still gifting with the same I don't know sentimental I I I absolutely think so I mean I was saying to you before I do not know one person who doesn't have a bracelet or a ring of yours on and they're the ball bracelets and the ball rings and I'll obviously link everything if you're not sure of it but almost every girl I know has and that says a lot about you and a lot about like you know you you and I were both saying that you're that um you know you don't really publicize everything about you personally you really just talk about your work so for your work to really show up in everyday life is pretty fucking dope yeah I think so so far I think so so I had a question that I've been really curious for a while but I've been holding it back So were you the type of kid who, and I always like going back to the, like, what kind of kid people are. Were you the type of kid who, like, went to camp and made friendship bracelets and lanyards? Or, like, was that just, was jewelry just something later in life? I can't hear you. Okay, I was just saying, were you the type of kid who, like, went to camp and made bracelets for everyone and lanyards and all of that? Or were you just, like, or was this something that you created in your later life? Because I just can feel this, like, energy that maybe as a kid you also were, like, giving bracelets and, like, little trinkets around. <laughs> I did. I, first of all, I love camp. Um, <laughs> I definitely went through a phase where I was into making the friendship bracelets and I mean trading stickers and everything else. Totally because that's that's like that's the vibe I get from you and that's why I'm saying when you sent me that anklet it felt very camp vibe it's like oh I happened it was like it was like literally you put a little note in the anklet thing just being like and I know you really wanted this and it just felt so like a sister vibe like an extra special gift vibe and I was just like I feel like she had to have gone to camp and I feel like she had to have been like one of those types of kids who just stayed in the art room (laughs) (laughs) but I'm not gonna you know rest hour big big definitely lots of friendship bracelets going on. <laughs> I love that. So I want to hear about your first experiences in jewelry design world. And I ask this because you have such an insane following. I see the ball bracelet everywhere and you've grown from, I hate to say it this way, from balls, but to everything. You know, I love like your snake ne- necklaces, your earrings. You have earrings that are also, you can add, add different charms to them and make them customizable. And that wasn't always the case five years ago. So how can you tell us what was young Alexa's brain up to when you first started this jewelry mode? Because I want to get into 2021, Alexa. (laughs) Um, That's a great question. I'm like trying to remember. I really started the 
jewelry line as a creative outlet from the job that I held. And there was a necklace that I want, like that I wore every day and I lost it. And I ended up mentioning to my dad that I lost this necklace and he said, why don't you make it? Which I'm not really sure why he said that because I don't know how to make jewelry. <laughs> I don't know how to make um, but he made it sound so easy that I was like, yeah, sure. Why don't I, like, I'll just make it. Um, so I started going on my lunch breaks to the design district, kind of like banging on people's doors, ask, trying to find a manufacturer, which is actually really out of character for me because I'm pretty shy. Um, so I don't know. I don't know where that courage came from um and then I just kind of started designing pieces that I liked that I wanted to wear um one thing really led to another and sort of it was the my my children and this phase of my life that I had to transition to pieces I was working with these really delicate chains with fine jewelry I couldn't do that anymore when I was rough housing with you know a toddler so I decided I needed like something that had some stretch to it or I didn't want to have to take my jewelry off to bathe them. I wanted stuff that like I didn't have to worry about. So it was really selfish, I guess, that my everyday life, my world ended up, you know, sort of um, inspiring new lines. And That's really crazy, too, that your dad was like, just make another one like like a very interesting response and to think you're like dad I don't make jewelry like what are you talking about (laughs) and what I have to ask what were you doing before like create like starting fully a company of Alexa Lee so and I transitioned to I was working for a fashion brand um after that still with the jewelry line on the side and then um, most recently, before I really devoted my full-time to Alexa Lee, which I use the term loosely full-time because I have two kids, but yeah, more time um, before that I was at Bandier. Nice. So interesting that you went from, like, uh, like athleisure to fine jewelry. That's fascinating. Did you ever end up, like, doing anything with Bandier back in the day? You know, I really tried to keep it separate, like, my world separate. I didn't want to mix business with pleasure, I guess. Totally. But now, actually, they're selling some of my jewelry in their stores and online, so... What an amazing, what an amazing, uh, yeah, full circle moment. So... So, I'm going to skip this one question. Tell us how Lexley has transformed from 2016 to 2021. And and give people, like, paint a picture of what 2016 Alexley was like. And I'm sure it was, like, in your apartment with jewelry, like, balls all over the place. So give us, like, the, the illustration. <laughs> 2016, um, for a long time, I was uh, just a one-man show. I obviously wasn't making the pieces myself, but I was really running the business myself, um, packing and shipping all the orders myself. Uh, at the time, you know, writing handwritten notes in for every order. Yeah. Um, doing all of the social media myself. I mean, really everything. 
Um, and then I think, I guess it was probably like 2018. I was lucky to have like some interns and people that then started to help around that time when it became a lot for one person. Um, and then it's really been like the last few years of growth that have changed the operations a bit. So I, my first hire was my sister. My first full-time hire was my sister against everyone's um, advice, actually. Um, everyone told me that it was like, not that they don't love her because she's of course. wonderful. But we're like, do not get into business with family. And I just felt really confidently for whatever reason. I don't know. There was something I I was pretty steadfast about the fact that it was a good decision and it has been. So yay. <laughs> um and then we have two more employees and I still am involved in a lot, I mean a lot in my social media, uh, really running the business but not so much the, the packing and shipping aspect as I was before. Luckily, I have some extra set of hands to help me with that. Well, I was going to say at this point that you're entitled to have that, uh, that, yeah. that, that moment in your, in your career now. <laughs> but, but it was really cool because now anybody that I hire, I can say I, I did it. I did customer service. I did packing and shipping. Like any job that we're in including or hiring for I totally know what they're going through because I did it so I think that's really helpful especially when you are hiring new people you really know what to look for you absolutely know, I, I held that job and I um, love that you mentioned um your sister and working with family because you know to be completely honest I agree with people that getting into business with family is hard but I also and I don't work with my sister but I also could see myself 100% trusting my sister fully with like my ideas or my things and whatnot and I think that that's really important in a creative world I don't know finance I don't know anything else at all but I know in this creative world I think with ideas and the way that people are today it is kind of almost like reassuring to have your sister there and not like someone else who may run off with like the same exact thing you're doing like your sister's not gonna run off from you <laughs> she <Yeah>. can't <laughs> and I was like who better if this works like if it is successful like who better to share it with you know 100%. I'd much rather be those wins with my sister than anyone else so and I love that good. Ash if you're listening I love you sis um <laughs> so I need to know how has COVID affected your business that's a great question. You know, we have been pretty lucky, I would say, in that we were already kind of operating from home. Um, so not too much of that had to change. You know, we were, when we were in New York, we were operating either out of my house or, or my apartment or my sister's apartment. Um, we're kind of like still doing that. I have some office space now. And I've been lucky. I think I got a more, maybe there was more of like a captivated audience during COVID. So I was able to spread my ideas and designs a little easier. Um, but it's definitely been a lesson in pivoting and shifting and being creative with the times. Like for the first time ever, we were planning for things in advance, which normally we don't. Yeah. We're like, 
we're a little behind usually <laughs> no I think but you we just keep it trying. I think you're just like a, a Colorado girl you just keep it real you keep it natural you're like I'm not gonna plan too far ahead I'm gonna yeah. see how things keep rolling and I think that's amazing that this catapulted you to actually create stuff for the future yeah so but let, so we, we finally made like a six-month plan and then COVID happened and we were like well that plan is like totally out the window we got to go back to just kind of staying in the moment and reacting um we ended up making these byob like build your own ball kits um which i was probably not an idea i would have had had the pandemic not happened but i was trying to figure out a way for people like to just bring some joy and like who really wants to buy jewelry right now nobody's leaving the house you know but what can i do like how can my small world give back in even a little bit and bring somebody make somebody smile so um those happen to have kind of like carried us for a bit through the the worst of times I love that I think that that's and I think I saw so many I mean listen I'm someone who's always on Instagram and I saw so many people order them so many people make them the way that you also you're a very aesthetically pleasing human so everything you make and send off like is it's it's like the best way to say it is like crisp and clean. Like that's just like how you keep it. You keep things like very cool, clean. And I love that. Oh, hello. Yeah, we have. Sure. Yeah, they were really fun to make, but it was crazy. It was uh, not something that we were necessarily prepared for the success of, but it was awesome. It no, was I, think fun. I think a lot of people weren't expecting a lot of the success. Like, the many people I've talked to, at first they were like, holy shit, what am I going to do? And then it was like within two weeks, the turnaround. Like, even when I was talking to Alyssa Wasco yesterday, she's going to start em- doing an embroidery thing at home. And I was Purple. like, well, that's the new tie-dye, you know? <laughs> so, like, for you, it was like instead of people – because I can't tell you how many people – during that time we're making like friendship bracelets or like whatever it was and to actually get something that was like an elevated like an elevated look from like I literally still have some from like my little beaded bracelets was really really cool and I think it also you know for friends and family who weren't seeing each other to be able to know that someone made you that and it is good quality and to mail it off and to give it it's still really special you know so I really love that you did that we had realize that like me and my small team were like hand selecting and creating each individual one one by one thinking like Brittany whatever from Wisconsin like I wonder what colors Brittany would like and like we put so much probably too much you know thought into it and but it was fun it was fun it kept us busy and luckily people really liked it but that takes me back to my anklet story and that you think about you think about other people's feelings and how they're gonna feel when they put it on what does what colors does Brittany like like whatever it is you know what I mean like that's a really that's a really um you don't see that that often in today's world and I think it's really nice that COVID brought you that like moment to even still think about people's feelings and emotions because listen we're in a really we're still in a really tough time so for someone to receive something personal and even for you who doesn't personally know somebody to think hmm what does this random girl like I'm gonna figure I'm gonna go look at her and figure it out that's like a really really kind thing that's like 
styling without needing a stylist, <laughs> without actually hiring one. So I have to know because, you know, your business is one that, you know, I can't tell you how many gold chokers I have or bracelets or have gone through so many things. What has been the biggest learning lesson thus far in your career? That's a really good question. Um, I feel like I knew I learned new lessons at different phases of, of this process. Um, generally speaking, I think just kind of going with your gut and paying attention to that has been something I always fall back on. Um, being like staying true to myself and my process and making sure that I'm getting out of this what I want to I think like it's easy to get caught up in what other people are doing Mm -hmm. um yeah I don't know just kind of be like looking around like what what's what what's everyone else up to what oh she's whatever raising money or she's doing this she's doing that um and I just try and focus on like what is good for us as a company and the brand and just really stay true to to that and I love that you say that like you know that you kind of just put out there that like not that you don't care what anyone else is up to but you just you stay in your own lane which is like an amazing thing and I think that goes back to your style and who you are and like the fact that you do wear whatever you want to wear with like such pride and you know, non-judgment of anyone else and not thinking anyone's going to judge me. And I think that that, again, is why your business is so successful. And I need to ask you something else because I have noticed this going on in your world, but I need to know about the collaborations going on in your world. I know that you just did something with Donnie. I know that you just did something with, is it the white tea? You, you made a white, the perfect white tea. So, so tell us about the collaboration process and how it started. And, you know, even people that I may not have mentioned, I, I personally am someone who, as you know, by me having you on here, I love collaborating. I love hearing. I love knowing why, why you chose, why you guys both chose each other to be symbiotic. And I'd love for you to share that. Sure. Um, I love the collaboration process too. And it's been really fun. Um, especially when it works out and like the customer appreciates it also, but it keeps me creative. It's nice to, um, we are a small team, so I do come up with like almost the designs by myself. So it's nice when you get to go through that creative process with another creative person, um, whether it's with jewelry space or if it's designing, like I've did a. Um, I have like a little bag coming out with someone and I have like I did a jewelry case I don't know it's really fun when you get to bounce ideas off each other and go through that whole process together and then it's great when like that whatever product you created um, you're proud of and hopefully other people like it too but sometimes it sparks other ideas also that I can bring back to my own like to a new design or whatever um so lots of hopefully lots more collabs in and I, and I need to know are you going to be making more clothing just since jewelry is your thing I'm just I just am curious yeah I was not really sure how people were going to feel about the sweatshirt or buying a sweatshirt from me because um, that's not what people come to me for I Although would they 
good because I love sweatshirts and sweatpants and anything cozy. So it really surpassed our expectations and luckily um, did perform really well. So it's definitely an area that I think we'll kind of continue to explore and hopefully do more collaborations with. Um, it's kind of like it's part of who I am it's like part of the brand even though it's not you know like I didn't realize that it was part of the brand but people are like you wear have pointed out like you wear the comfiest stuff and I'm like I know I mean you (laughs) heard my intro I don't even Alex and I have never met and like just via looking at her I'm like I know exactly I know exactly what she's wearing and that's exactly what I like to wear as we're talking about my papa sweater that I'm wearing right now. Um, but I think that that's so cool. And I love, like, for me, when I saw that you were making that sweatshirt, I was like, well, one, it sold out right away. So I was like, cool. <laughs> I was like, amazing. But, uh, like, cool. I'm saying cool for myself because I didn't get on it quick enough. Um, but I, th- but when I saw it, I was like, again, to my, to my stating of you, very crisp, clean, like fresh like loved everything about it that's why I was like is she gonna go into clothing like a little bit later because I do I mean like you said you do know comfort and I would take your comfort if you told me five brands right now that I should order I would order them because I fully trust you so I would love to know um what has been the most satisfying moment your or moment or time Actually, no. You know what? I want to change that question. What has been the most satisfying aspect or moment or time in this in this space that that you feel brought you this far? Like, what has been the like? Whether it's customer reviews, whether it's you know someone reaching out to you personally, being like thank you so much for this. It lifted my spirits. Like what has been like something that you're, that stands out to you that isn't just like numbers related, you know, numbers are great. And there's a reason I have you on here and that's because you're a successful light and I look up to you, but like what's been the most satisfying, I guess, like emotional part of this. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Well, I'm not meaning to stump you by any means. (laughs) No. made it a point actually not to focus on the numbers as the part that satisfies me um I think that you can really easily get caught up in that and then if that's your focus I don't know it I would I would put stuff on sale every month if that was my focus you Mm -hmm. know if I were really trying to just drive to hit certain numbers I think it would like change the authenticity of the brand and kind of the way I went about doing my business. Um, but I'm trying to think if there's been like one specific thing that's really like stands out. I think it's just, I mean, first of all, even you having me on your podcast, <laughs> the fact like somebody wants to hear my story is, I really appreciate that. I don't. I've been, I've been dying to have you on for so long. I'm just like, I think it's so, 
it's so first of all it's so funny when you think you know somebody via instagram and you're like they must be this way they must be this way and you are shy and you are like i i i now see the side of you that you're like no i'm more i'm a little bit more shy than you think and i think that that's like super super sweet and i want you to know that a, a really special moment that i would say for you for next time if anyone ever asks is the technicolor anklet because like for me like that was so special like i was like you know to be completely honest with everyone i paid for my earrings did not pay for the anklet it was a pure gift and it was i i honestly think i i probably said thank you one thousand times and i probably showed everybody who didn't even care to see my ankle like i'm like look at the my, my brand new anklet right now like you've got to see it and for me it's like it was the anklet's dope but it was like the thought behind it and i feel like you're someone the same way that you thought about that girl Brittany, who lived in wisconsin getting a bracelet like you think about people like you really like think about people and i'm and i love that you mentioned you don't focus on numbers and i and i as well try not to either and I think that that's so important because you're right. When we look into numbers only, we lose authentic authenticity, and like we start to we start to compare ourselves to others who should be doing, or we feel we should be doing the same as them. When in the reality, different vibe, different humans, different way of running a business, even if things could be similar. So I really like that you did mention that because a lot of people do want to push certain things out and get the most bang for their buck or whatever it might be but at the end of the day it's about being true to who you are sharing your true authenticity and being as kind and possible kind as you have been especially to me and I'm sure to many other I'm sure I'm not the only person who has a little story like that I'm sure you have many people that have ordered things from you and you've surprised them with something that they've been like oh my god what she really cares about me like this much like what this is it's it's just super super sweet so I for me I want you to know that that was something really satisfying from your business that I got that I was like wow thank you you obviously value me and when you value your customers that's that's really everything to me in a business so I also want to ask you what is the best piece of advice that's been given to you I think, again, this is one of the ones that I've had, like, certain pieces of advice at certain points in the business, so it, like, made sense for those times, but I will, do remember speaking to somebody who I actually still talk to today um, when I was just starting out with the jewelry line and um, asking for advice, and he was like, it's, you know, a crazy world, and it's not easy, and having your own business is not easy, and if you are still happy and doing this in three years and you haven't gone crazy, like lost all your money or like, you know, really hating it, then you'll be good for like life. But like, you got to make it through that three, that for those first three years. And I, rem I just think like, it always stuck with me for whatever reason. And when I made it for the first three years, I was like, I don't, I don't really hate this. Like, <laughs> you know? Um, it's not always easy, but that and I, and someone once told me, don't quit on a bad day. Totally. I, so there was definitely times when I was juggling my real job and this, which was more of like a side hustle at the time. And I was, and kids and I was trying to do too many things at once. And I was like, something's got to give, like, I got to. 
I got to give something up. But I was having a bad day. I was like, I can't, you know, I'm not going to make any rash decisions today. Absolutely. Uh, and here I am. So don't quit on a bad day. I love that. Seriously, people, it's a great thing to remember. Do not quit just because it was a bad day. Because I even was saying I was having a a few rough days the last couple of days. And yesterday I woke up finally feeling, like, better. I don't even know how to explain it. But it was just a couple bad days. And, like, those couple bad days could deter you from so much. But it's, like, even pushing through those tough days and just being, like, no, 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 no. Alexa, you're crazy to be thinking that you were about to just end everything you love so much. Yeah. Because other things were caving in. And that's that's a really great piece of advice. And um, I don't know if you know my friend Elle Shane, but she always yeah. says, she always says, uh, there was a question I asked her once and it was like, um, what's your, like, I, asked, I think I said something like, what's your five-year plan? And she was like, I don't have a five-year plan. I only plan every for every two years because that's that's realistic five years she was like five years from now I'm gonna be a different decade like that's like a a whole nother world for me to like think about so I really like that and so that to go with the three years really great timing to realize do I really love this or not because after a year it's very hard to tell two years two years you start to feel momentum three years is like okay I'm locked and loaded yeah yeah either I want to stick with this or I don't but like it's you gave it a good you gave it a good go all right, so we're going to get a little um, personal here, but what would you tell 18-year-old Alexa now? Something you know now that you didn't know then that probably made you crazy. Yeah, I like this one a lot. Um, <laughs> I have said, or I'm a super reflective person. I even try to do this to myself now where I think, like, what would my, you know, 45-year-old self tell me, myself now? Yeah. And try and like learn my lessons from 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 hindsight and being reflective. Um, my eighteen year old self, boy, I think at the time <laughs> this is getting personal. I love it because not but aside from like an overarching like it's all gonna be fine and like it'll all work out. Mm-hmm. My eighteen year old self was really heartbroken at the time and. I ended up marrying him. So really? if someone could have told Bill, you know, it would have saved me a lot of a lot of tears. Oh my god, I could cry right now just thinking about <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, I did not know that. I had no idea that 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 you ended up marrying. Was this your first love? My de- yeah, definitely my first love. We we were we go as far back as middle school, but oh my god. Um, but 18 was, I think, not a good... If I'm remember, remembering my life, <laughs> 18 was a, rough, was a rough year. So well, I, I like. love that. And I love that you do love reflecting back. And I think that that's also a really important part of business is to be able to look back at time and look at your future and, you know, see what happened in the past that didn't work out and how you can, you know, maybe not react first, but, you know, just take a moment, take a step back the same way that I just had those rough couple of days, just realizing that it's just a time. It's just a time and place. So to close this out again, I kind of want to get a little bit personal, but what's a typical day in the life of Alexa like? Like, where are you currently living? What's your family vibe like? And you can tell us about your new little, little babe coming along. <laughs> um, 
I stay in the life these days is like survival mode, I feel like, but uh, I am currently in Miami and, you know, I, I keep thinking that my life is going to get to a point where like every Monday is the same, every Tuesday, like that I have more of like a routine. I don't at this point in time. I don't know if it's COVID or what, but like just every day is different. Um, I wake up with my kids in the morning. I'm lucky if I get a, a workout in that day. And it's kind of a just juggle between work and maybe personal time, maybe. But, like, my two-year-old is at home, so he requires a lot of attention, which I'm happy to give him because he won't always require a lot of attention. Yeah. Um, so we're kind of going with that for, for now. Um, and my five-year-old's in school, but I do pick up and then usually take him to some kind of crazy after-school activity, soccer or karate or whatever. I think I saw in your schedule it was, like, volleyball or something, like, one day (laughs) coming up, like, pick Sai up from from volleyball. (laughs) And, and you know, I I have to ask, because I actually haven't had that many mothers on here, but what has it been like being a mom during COVID? And, like, I say mom specifically because, and listen, if it was if it was a dad right here and he was at home with the kids all the time, I would say, what's it like being a dad? But what has it been like? I read this article about how moms are like beyond over, like they're just, they're just beyond overly, not, I don't even want to just say stress because I know it's your family and you love them, but what has it been like being a mom in COVID and also being, you know, now pregnant during this time? It's like, has it... I know it's had its challenges, but I'm just curious, what has it been like? Yeah, I mean, it's super, it's, it's got its ups and downs, and it's kind of how you frame it, and how, what you want to focus on, and sometimes I'm better at focusing on the good, and sometimes I'm better at focusing on the bad, (laughs) unfortunately, but, um, it's great, you know, I think the plus side is that, I've gotten to spend so much more time with my children and I'm really lucky that I have a business that I can do from home and mm-hmm. I have a team that me. Um, but it's a lot more like hands-on time with your kids and they're a lot, they're around a lot. Um, and I'm around a lot. I'm careful about COVID. So I'm not out and about um, in maybe this, not that I was ever like out and about, but certainly not the same way that you could be otherwise, I guess, um, if you weren't being as cautious. So you sound like Alyssa and I yesterday, but I was like, what was your life pre COVID? And she was like, feels the same. <laughs> and she was like, I've always been a homebody. I've always like, I've always like had an office or my home was my office or an office space really close. And I've always just like, like to walk my dog and like do my own like thing or whatever it might be so I kind of feel like you're similarly and I felt the same way about my own self I was like you know not much has changed except I obviously miss physically seeing clients I obviously miss that so much and I'm lucky I'm very lucky knock on wood to still have my virtual clients but it's definitely been crazy and I can't imagine you know I was just asking my mom the other day what would you, because I'm 30 and my sister is uh, 33, I was like, what would you do? I was showing her that article. I was like, what would you do right now? Or not right now, a year ago, if COVID like sprung up. She's, she was a single mom, full-time working. And she was like, I could never. 
And I was like, but like, you don't have a choice. Like a pandemic is happening. Like it was like, we were having a scenario and I was like, mom, you do realize there's like millions of women that are in this case. And she goes, I would have to hire help. And I go, well, no shit, mom. Everyone has to hire help. But imagine nobody can help you. And she was like, I'd go crazy because I, that's like, I don't thrive. She, you know, she's really good at her business life and whatnot. But she was like, I don't thrive in like the kitchen. I don't thrive at like, you know, she was good at helping with homework and reading and stuff. But like, she was like, I could not sit there with you guys while you're learning algebra. I would rather, she was like, there are so many other things. And then I was like, so what would you do? And she was like, honestly, I'd hire help and it wouldn't matter to me the cost or whatever because I have to provide for my family. But she was like, I personally don't think I'd be able to do it. And I find it, and when she said that to me, coming from somebody who's a single mom, who's worked so hard, who's raised two daughters, I just thought to myself, I, I expect her to say, I could handle it. I could take it on. I could absolutely do it. And she was like, nope. She, My mom was never like the carpool mom, was never like that type of mom, was always like in her fancy outfits going to work and doing whatever. And she was like, I wouldn't be, I would need to get like a, a, a property off house just so I could be away from you guys. Like I literally look up to the mothers right now that are going through this, that are like, you know, a lot of her friends um, are teachers and, you know, obviously teachers right now are going through it. And she was like, I just can't imagine. She was like, I would need to like move to Miami and have a friend and, or have a friend pod group and have you guys do school. Like she was like, I don't know. I was just giving her every scenario. I'm like, no, if no nannies existed, nobody was here. And she was like, I don't know how people do it. So, you know, I have to give you a huge like clap because I think all moms deserve it right now. I think it's, I do. I think I really do. You're shaking your head now and I'm shaking my head. Yes. Cause I think moms. Well, people, I mean, I, I agree. Like, but I'm, I know that there's far people have it far harder than, than I do. And I, I don't know how, I don't know how people are doing it. I really don't. Totally. But you know what? In this world, we can't compare ourselves to everyone. You can only think about your own situation. And believe me, I know, I can only imagine how other people have it. I really, really can. That's why I think for everyone, everyone should give themselves a clap on, or a clap on the back for just getting through this but as a mom I do want to say it's really wonderful to see you with your kids every day you know I see you and your son holding hands or you're just sitting there and being like so I was supposed to have personal time but I guess this is my personal time and I just think you know to have that patience says a lot again a lot about you and you work in an industry where you know you're making you're making jewelry you do have to be patient you do have to be delicate you do have to be kind and my mom works in like a rough and tough like real estate business so I think that's where like you guys would differ but I just think you know I had to ask that question because moms really are the super glue right now like all all moms are they really really are and I think all moms whether you have you know the benefit of having a nanny whatever it may be or you don't have that at all I think no matter what I I literally give all the moms all the props for just getting through the day like just getting, yeah. like whatever financial situation you come from just getting through it and I just want to tell you because I see you all the time as a working mom and and also not as a working mom but as a working mom who spends a lot of time with their kids yeah well so. I think for now, while they still want me around, you know, yeah. Hopefully, business will be around forever. And at one point, when my when all my kids are in school and I have so much free time, which may be a fantasy, I can say, all right, I'll focus on. I can focus more on work. But right now, 
Um, I do focus a lot on work, but I focus more on my kids probably. So that's that's my my balance or lack thereof, I guess. You know, well, I really I appreciate seeing that, and I hope to be a mother that can withstand a pandemic and whatnot, and a company. And I think that that's just something you know. I feel like sometimes people that I interview don't recognize how amazing they're really doing. And for me, to you, like you're really crushing it. You're you, you like the fact that you have two boys in a nether on the way. You're like still you're still showing up. You're showing up for me. Like you don't need to show up for me at all, and you do. And that's like, again, I keep keep saying the type of person you are, but you're 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 a stand up girl. Like you really stand up, mom, a stand up human. And I feel really really honored to have had this last forty five minutes to chat with you and to get to know you a little bit better. And you know, I guess one of the last Thanks things for- I one of the last things I wanted to ask was what can we look forward to coming from your company next like what are some things we can look forward to good question also um i think like uh hopefully just more more and more collabs um more ball drops that are like kind of cool and unique and exciting um i think i'd like to bring back some some fine jewelry again bring it back in the mix for the people that want it um, but just like hopefully more good stuff, like hope more more to brighten your day, guys. As she's saying, this is like a huge smile. And you listen. I hope you know that anytime anyone sees even the inspiration, I even love when you just post the inspiration you have because I'm inspired by that and in, just piece of inspiration. I think it's just what you put out there is really beautiful, and I love how you are a quiet soul yet you don't need any of the attention and I love that so much I think it's so great and you know even in this I hope I opened up your shell a little bit because I hope you know that like talking to you and hearing you is just it's like a it's just a beacon of light and you are like a powerhouse and a half and you shouldn't you should remember that every single day thank you I'm gonna just keep playing your words back to me when I'm having bad that day literally whenever you're having that bad day where you want to quit just replay this episode over and over again well alexa thank you so much for coming on the vibe i absolutely adore you i can't wait to see what what else is coming up because guys she hasn't told me or teased me at all so i'm with you here too and i hope you have a beautiful day and you know i'm so excited for you and the new babes and can't wait to find out what you're gonna be having have a beautiful (laughs) day my love